Hey, Jake. How you yeah, doing, so Jake? I'm pretty good. You said level seven, right? Um, did I? Yes, I did. Excellent, because that's what I made. Cool. <laughs> level seven, Warforged fighter. Ooh, good. Good, 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 good. So that means you won't last very long. Nope. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. Hey, Tara, how are you? I'm all right. Just trying to get all my stuff situated. Hold on a second. Sorry. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so now the spotlight is on Michael. Michael, tell us a little bit about yourself. Greetings. Yes, name is Michael, and I am the uh, dungeon master and the uh, producer for the Relic of the Past podcast. So, the Relic of the Past is a novel-length tale that we're telling through a Dungeons and Dragons story. Um, and uh, basically, we've got uh, five strangers that have all been thrown together in uh, by the winds of fate, and are trying to figure out what is wrecking their world. Uh, they uh, when they began uh, two years ago in our time, and about uh, four months ago in their time, fogs were rolling down out of the mountains, and they were poisoning the crops, and the uh, animals were dying in the fields. Uh, everything was going to pieces, basically, and uh, they ran into the wizard Kalchabar who hid, hinted that this might be all the machinations of one individual and so they've been spending their time trying to track down who this individual is and now they're trying to go and foil his dastardly plan so all right so we uh Michael with us we have uh Alex who's the uh the heart and soul of uh D&D and Big D and with That's us true. and with us also we have Jake who is the uh, soul and heart of uh D&D and Big D <laughs> really <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was the mood. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and so I'm pretty sure, uh, well, you kind of know our whole shtick here. We we play and review published adventures. And uh, what we do, we use it instead of a uh, prolonged session. We do a single session, one shot, and we use our uh, patented uh, hold my beer format. Excellent. So the big thing here is that we treat this as our workshop. Anything that you want to try that you don't think you can try, this is the place to do it. This is, consider this this a safe zone of, you know, experimental, anything that you want to try out. Uh, we believe in fantasy physics. So by all means, if there's a little trick that you want to try, chances are you'll be able to pull it off here. Excellent. So even well, if, if you've listened to any of uh, Relic of the Past, we tend to get really creative with the rules and do... Uh, hilarious things so yeah perfect good perfect. good that's what yeah, yeah we're, we're along the same lines we like to drive the story more than flaunt the rules mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. yeah and just just fyi i do have a spotty wi-fi so you might get some bad audio that might come across mm. as an issue from time to time mm -hmm. typical yeah only happens for the special guests for some reason. Yeah. True. This is true. Apparently, apparently my audio was crisp and clear. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Sometimes too crisp and clear. <laughs> I believe so, that's uh, called get good. Yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> it's called foot in mouth. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and also we have a, uh, a birthday girl with us tonight. Woohoo. Oh, God, I'm old. That's right. The last time I was on here, I wasn't as old. Now yeah. I'm old. Much older. <laughs> old, oh, not crusty. Well, You're not crusty. Hold on. Super well. old. <laughs> well, um, mm. you know, not, not to make you feel too young, but I remember when the original boxed edition came out, like the original one, not even the red box, but the purple one. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> are we, my, my are we first, trying to find out who's oldest here? My, my first set of dice, I had to color in with crayons. <laughs> 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 oh goodness yeah. goodness goodness yeah, I'm only 26 
Yes. I started playing back in 1979, 1980, trying to figure out exactly when it was. And uh, yeah, one of, uh, one of uh, my parents bought me the Dungeons and Dragons coloring album because uh, they knew Sweet. I liked fantasy stuff and they knew I liked coloring things. And so as a bunch of sixth graders uh, sat around that and we uh, played that in, at, at the end of school, there was kind of like a little mini stripped down version of the game. It was kind of a cross between choose your own adventure and a, and a bunch of D6. And uh, thought it was so much fun that uh, my friend Brian bought the, the uh, basic set. And then we took off from there. I was off to advanced D&D and then second edition. And, and <laughs> AD&D, that was the best. Yeah. Wait a minute. So you were around when the Bee Gees were still together, huh? Um, we don't talk about <laughs> it was It was a time of dubious music and even more dubious fashion. And don't get me started on the interior design. Fashion. Oh, no. What do you mean? What was wrong with the fashion? The fashion was the best. I had Jinkos. Or was that nineties? <laughs> I had bell bottoms. Uh, yeah. I had I had a I think I had a velvet shirt or a velour shirt, whatever they called it. The crushed velvet day, shirt. Yeah. 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 All right. So how's everyone feeling? Everyone good? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Good. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Right. Oh you know, no, you know what? Let's get let, let's pause that for a second. So what we're gonna be playing tonight is called The Curse of War of uh, Wardenwood. 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 I was about to say Wormwood. <laughs> I'm looking at it like it's backwards on my screen. Like, <laughs> it's a. Uh, it's written by uh, Kelsey Dion, the famously famous Arcane Library. And uh, this is a seventh level adventure, and it's ideal for four to five players, and uh, hopefully y'all will survive this game. This is a horror game, and if it's anything like the last Last one, it's going to be comedy <laughs> more than anything. <laughs> All right, so I guess with that, let's uh, go around the table and let's have everyone start with uh, their characters. Uh, Michael, you are the special guest. You have the floor. Thank you very much. So I am uh, bringing a Tabaxi Bard to the party. Uh, he goes by his stage name, Eyelash, and it's not too uh, unimaginative uh, because he has one eyelash in his left eye that sticks out like a good half an inch past the rest of them, just sticks right out. So that was the uh, the stage name he was he was given early in his career, and um, he's a uh, lynx coated tabaxi. So he's got the the big ear tufts and the tawny coat, and uh, he uh, is often seen running around with uh, a mandolin under one arm, a whistle hanging off his neck, a uh, bodron on his back, and then uh, uh, sticking out of his backpack, suspiciously looking like a set of uh, Highland small pipes. Uh, he doesn't play those very often because, as you know, the uh, definition of politeness is someone who knows how to play the bagpipes but does not. <laughs> <laughs> He's dressed in a chain shirt and uh, carries a rapier on one hip, a dagger on the other, and a short bow strapped across his back. Excellent. Jake, top that, dude. Hello. I can't top that, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to try to top this. <laughs> oh, okay. So, uh, you know, off into the corner of the room, you just kind of see this uh, uh, dark elf, and he's wearing a, uh, you know, a pretty light cloak, but... Uh, Every time he moves, he leaves a sort of uh, after image of himself that sort of starts to follow his in, his initial movements. And, uh, you know, he introduces himself as, uh, I am Jakar of Spite, I am a warlock rogue, and I am here to either steal secrets or kill some enemies. All right. Ooh, Alex. Okay. I have brought Roderick... <laughs> He is a, uh, it's 
It's all written on my character sheet. Uh, he's a Warforged level. Uh, he's a level seven fighter Warforged of the. Uh, uh, he has the. Oh, I, I just made all this stuff. Now I can't think of it. Um, he's ex-military because he's Warforged. Right, this is kind of his thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, he fights with a great weapon. He's a huge sword that he carries around. Uh, if you know him, you know he's, he's a battle master, so he's all about stepping in and just fighting everything that he can as quickly as he can and dealing out mass amounts of damage while absorbing quite a bit of damage. He's large, and he's full of armor. Like all good Warforged should be. He is. All right, so I have my first target. Okay, and Tara. <laughs> Hi, I'm bringing back Solitude because I didn't have time to make a character. Um, <laughs> I am playing Solitude, a tiefling ranger. She's awesome. She's green, and she has horns like all tieflings. <laughs> Can you describe the horns? Uh, yeah, they're kind of like antlery. Nice. Like that's moose a, antlers? Are they moose like antlers or like paddles? Are they paddles? Moose paddles? Moose paddles. Yeah, moose I would antlers. say those are more like paddles. Yeah. Yeah, she has kind of like those. Huh. Designed to slap you with enough force to crack your rib cage. Yeah, basically. She's I not like as it. big as a moose, but you know, she got the horns. The spirit's there. Yeah, the spirit's there. Moose spirit ranger. <laughs> I can just see like the the, the 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 fan art for that. That would be awesome. Oh my god! Y'all ever played World of Warcraft and seen Malfurion and Stormridge? That kind of antler. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about too. That's greatness. Yeah. All right. All right. So, how about we start? Yes. All right. Let me see. Uh, Eyelash, can you roll me a D4? Okay, 1d4 coming right up, and the Warjack comes up with a 4. 4. Alrighty. Alright, cool. And that's just to find out how you're going to enter the story here. So, y'all are coming back from a previous adventure where everybody leveled up to level 7. Several days into your travel, you, you traverse through this foggy, sparsely inhabited forest. It's a few hours before sundown. As you're going about, you do notice that the fog begins to get a little bit thicker. Let's see, Solitude, can you roll a perception check? I sure can. Hey, that's a nat 20 with my new dice. <laughs> nice. First time rolling them in a session. I like <laughs> these already. You do notice like these roots that are diving at your feet. Roots are diving at my feet? Yeah, they're going into the earth and they're popping out, grabbing your feet. You have a, you have a second to have a reaction there. Um, I'm going to kind of like, are there trees around? There's tons of trees around. I'm going to like jump up onto the, uh, like trunk of the tree and be like, Hey guys, Mm. uh, there's some weird stuff happening with the the roots here. I'll draw my sword and dagger and look about and actually, sorry, not a sword. It's a rapier. It's fancier than a sword. Yes. (laughs) Alrighty. You're looking about investigation, perception. Um, uh, none of those are too terribly good. So, um, why don't we use? Uh, perception because I'm a little gifted in that. And that's a 15. With a 15 off in the distance you see like this little glimmering light through the thick fog between the trees. You notice like a cabin light of some kind. And before that, between you and this cabin between the trees, you do notice these big, viney, rooty things uprooting uprooting themselves from the ground. And you don't get a surprise attack, but everyone can roll for initiative. Alright. Roderick got 16. Eyelash got a 19. 
Jakar with an 18. <laughs> is that a natural 20? Is that what I heard? Sorry, what? <laughs> uh, that was an 18. 18 for some Yes. Reason. Got it. Son of a bitch. Okay. Let's just say that the bad guys go last. Spectacular. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, they got a 17, a 16, and a 5. Okay, so first up, um, Eyelash, you have the floor. Okay, so are all we seeing is just these roots coming out of the ground? Uh, no, you see these uh, rooty, beastie things coming out of the ground. You're not sure what they are, but they don't look uh, they don't look very uh, friendly. Okay, beware, my friends. The plants are attacking. <laughs> all the special effects we can afford here. Yes. And um, Eyelash is a uh, College of the Sword bard, so he will uh, attack with both uh, rapier and dagger on the nearest one of those, seeing as they seem to be reaching for him. Okay, they're 15 feet away. Okay, so I will uh, leap forward and... How about the first one? And, oh, that's not too bad. So the uh, first roll of the rapier is a 25. Uh, and hits. then the uh, dagger blow is a um, 17. That one hits too. Okay. So is that uh, piercing or slashing? It is piercing damage. Okay. I realize I kind of lined up uh, this character with only piercing weapons, so just his <laughs> thing to do, I suppose. Um, and actually, I'm uh, following in Tara's uh, footsteps here with high rolls, max damage on both strikes. So uh, 12 points of piercing with the rapier and eight points of piercing with the dagger. All right. Whoa. Okay. Okay. Fancy. Yeah. And that's attack number one. <laughs> Be- being, a, being a sword bar, I get a second attack. Mm-hmm. So um, we'll get him with the rapier again. And we'll get him with the rapier again, this time with the 21. That hits. Okay, let's see if I can max out damage. Nope. Uh, minimi- minimum damage this time. I was dancing around too much and only got him with five points on the second. Shank him. Okay, so, all right, next one up is Jakar of Spite. All right, so just in in line with uh, my namesake, you're going to like this. I cast Blight. Oh, they are Rudy. I like that. They are Rudy. <laughs> They're Rudy Tootie. Are they fresh and fruity, though? Necromantic fruity. energy washes over a creature of your choice that you can see within range, draining moisture and vitality from it. You must make a constitu- constitution saving throw, and if it is a plant, it has disadvantage. Ooh, better use my okie dokie dice for this one. <laughs> no, don't do that. First one's an 18. <laughs> constitution, okay, next one is a 16. Almost not. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love okie Either way, it's still gonna take half, uh, 8d8 necrotic damage. Motherfucker. max. Do you need me to roll that? Nope. You sure? Because, tons of uh, dice right here. Oh, I know. Um, Heard them. Let me see. It's, it makes the uh, saving throw with disadvantage, and the spell deals max damage. So that's automatic. And so 8d8. So that is going to be 35 points of necrotic damage. Hello, you broke up. All I heard was six. He said 35 so, points of necrotic damage. See, all I heard was six points. So I'll just mark that on here. Oh, he said 35. <laughs> I said 35 points of necrotic damage. Now, is that for all of them? Uh, I would assume so, yes. But it was creature of it's a plant. Yes, it is. Yeah, one creature? One plant. Whichever the plant is, the plant. <laughs> the plant is going to die, and it's going to feel it. Okay. So with that, you hit another one. You said it was 35? 35 points, yes. Okay, next up is... 
Oh, and as a rogue, I'm going to use my uh, bonus action to hide. Okay, that is cool. All right, so next up is going to be Solitude. Cool. So I'm going to bring out my short swords here. We're going to one hand, two hand. And yes, I did say I was a ranger. And yes, I do have short swords. Yes. Uh All right, so the first one's a three. Second one's a five. So we're going to miss horribly on those. But haha, I have extra attack. So we're going again. That one's a 12. And that one's a 17. Those hit. Cool. So D6 plus three. So seven damage on the first one, six damage on the second one. Is there another creature within five feet? Yes. Cool. I'm going to use Horde Breaker and I'm going to make a melee attack against them. Mm, alrighty. Which is going to be a 15. And that does hit too. Cool. That's going to be eight damage to that one. Yikes. Okay. Alrighty. And so next up is going to be Rod Ur-Ik. How many of these trees are popping up out of the ground? Uh, as of, as far as you can tell right now, three. Three? Three. And they're all between us and this cabin light thing? Yes. Everybody, follow. We will make a hole. I start charging with my greatsword out, and I swing at the first one that I come at. Cross, and that is a 25. That barely hits, but go on. Yeah. And that's... I'm in the wrong spot here. Okay. All right. 13 points of damage on that. Then I'm going to, on my second attack, I'm going to come back and try to chop him down. And that will be a 24 to hit. Barely hits again. Yeah. Crappy roll. Yeah. And then on my second roll, I am doing seven points of damage. All right. So all three of these monsters are not looking pretty at all. And so, yeah, you charge ahead. You make a hole. Is Follow. Follow me. Let's get to the cabin. Get to the cabin. Mm. And it sounds like you're the only one going forward. All right. Yes. Oh, everyone's staying put. <laughs> but, no, we're going forward. Oh, Is that okay. what you said? Yeah, but nobody's saying what they're going to do. <laughs> yeah, no one's... <laughs> yeah, I'm doing following his wake. Everybody's just like, bye. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so then you make a hole, and uh, yeah, these guys start charging towards you, and you're making your way to the cabin. All of a sudden, uh, as you're getting closer and closer to the cabin, the, you see the door fly open, and this cloaked individual has this hood over their head, holds up in their hand like a burning handful of dried sage and then all of a sudden uh, you just hear this creature go ah, la, 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 and waves these ashes this dried sage around in the air be gone be gone and just continues waving all this sage right in there all trying to get all in their faces and looks over at y'all and goes scares them off you know, cool. and what do y'all want to do I turn to the like, group and say I don't suppose it's too much acid this is actually a sweat lodge I don't I sweat I emerge from the shadows and I say it's about time we came across somebody that's got some sense uh huh mm. <laughs> so she waves you over to come into the house and you look you look behind you and you see the root beasts begin to uh, uh, just kind of drift away and scatter. How did she know that? She pulls over her, her hood and she's like, oh, it's all a woman can do to get by on her own out here. Terrible things talk to the woods. And you see this beautiful half-elf with silvery hair and freckles. She shyly smiles at everyone. My name is Drusilla. Please this enter my home. awfully doctor, not doctor. Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, Hansel and Gretel. That's the one. Could be the other one, too. Let's we'll see. Uh, both? ¿Por qué no las dos? <laughs> ¿Por qué no? <laughs> okay. Well, I will bow to her and say, Well, Medrusilla, what is someone doing out here alone in the forest with all these creatures about? Certainly, this doesn't seem safe. 
Oh, absolutely not. No, 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 no. It's not safe at all for, for somebody as young as the, the four of you. Come, come inside. We'll talk. What do y'all want to do? I turned to everyone to say there seems to be a mystery here. Shall we investigate? Yes, that seems appropriate. So who's running on the, who's rolling an investigation or what's going on? No, inside check on this lady. I don't really trust her. <laughs> all right. Hmm. Let's see. What is my, uh, seven? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you know what? Looks like I got a roll for this one, too. This is so cool. Thank you, Kelsey. She's the best. She is awesome. Okay, everything this woman is, everything coming out of this woman's mouth, you wholeheartedly know that she's not bullshitting you whatsoever. I want to take a look inside of the door into the cabin to see if there's anything amiss. Sure. Uh, investigation? 15. With a 15, inside the cottage, you see that they have a roaring uh, hearth, uh, hearth, a pot of savory-smelling stew simmers over the fire. You see dried herbs and flowers hanging bundles from the ceiling beside uh, hand-woven totems. And immediately, you see her going to work. You know, she just plucks out a few of those herbs and begins mixing a, a poultice with a mortar and pestle. The interior seems safe. We should enter. Gotta determine what kind of meat's in that there stew, being a ranger and all. The good kind. <laughs> Meaty kind. Seems uh, a little sus. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, come on. What could possibly go wrong with this strange woman living in the woods scaring plants? I, I agree. Quite a few things. <laughs> Nothing. Let's go in. <laughs> Shall we enter then? There's a, a mystery here. My friends would never lead me astray. Let's do this. Roderick heads inside. I, for one, am fully going to make myself at home. <laughs> Excellent. I will enter as well. Okay. I'm going to enter last, but I'm going to kind of like sniff and just like be moderately displeased about it. As we, enter, I'll, say, as, as we enter, I'll say to Drusilla, Drusilla, uh, you say that we are young ones. Um, certainly, I am not. Not the youngest of my kind. Um, how old are you if we are young to you? Well, being a half elf, I'm 130 years old, you know, still got oh. some life left in me. Oh, that's precious. <laughs> you're still a wee babe. I think you're a doll yourself. I would say you're in your prime. Oh, thank you. Thank I am, you. I am three. You're three? Goodness, look at you're a big boy. <laughs> Somebody's been using their solo flex. I'm 422. You don't look a day over 417. What's up? <laughs> You're old. Three. <laughs> so as as y'all are talking, discussing different uh, ages and everything, she just kind of goes on and explains, you know, there's just all kinds of men or creatures out there, but it's a great hub for, for plant life and, you know, starts naming off some of the roots and some of the herbs that she has around here. And, oh, yeah, this is just a really nice area to you know, collect all these uh, samples as much as possible. So um, anyway, uh, make yourselves at home. You probably want to wait till daylight, see, seeing how the sun's going down right now. And you see her continue mixing, you know, this concoction here. She goes, this will help y'all uh, rest tonight. Uh, it should provide some uh, health for y'all if y'all, if, y'all, if everyone would like. Um, yeah. I'm good, thanks. So where's everybody headed tonight? I'm not I turn sure. to Roderick and say, where were we headed? I seem to be missing that bit of information. You know, play, that is a play. great question. Role play, baby. What we're doing. We were on our way to get sustenance for the three in the party that takes sustenance. Oh, right. Because you're a warforged, huh? Correct. Oh, wow. That's that's really good to know. So, uh, you there, other elf. So where are you yes. coming from? I've been making my way from a small town and needed some assistance with a monk temple that was taken over by a Wendigo, but that was a while back. Ooh, and uh, tell. Uh, tell me all about it. Well, we encountered a, uh, a, what was it, a Yeti, and that was probably the most uh, climactic event in the entire ordeal. Ooh, Yeti, you don't say. Yeah. There was even a couple of spiders. They didn't do anything. And then the Wendigo, he was, uh, well, 
It could have been better. Okay, Solitude, roll me a uh, perception check. Sure. So while... Uh, That's a 19 with modifier. It's going to be a 24. God. Oh, okay, so while you're hearing Jakar of Spike going on and on about this crazy adventure with Wendigos and whatnot, you you hear something just irregular, something you weren't expecting at all. You hear, what do uh, I hear? You hear child screams coming from under the floor. You know, that doesn't surprise me. I told you it was Hansel and Gretel, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> You say that out loud? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, hmm. I'm going I'm to wait until she's like gone and not with the near shot before I mention it. Because that, you know, that seems a little, that seems a little sus. So then the whole time, again, uh, Jakar just c- continues to talk. And she's just going, oh, wow, that's, that's, that's crazy, huh? You say giant spiders didn't do a thing. And you see her again mixing uh, th- this concoction over there. Um, Eyelash, you are a tabaxi bard, is that right? That is correct. How about you roll a... Let's go with the medicine check. Okay. Ooh. Um, get a grand total of five. Total of... With a five? Um, you've never seen a medicine made this way before, and it just might be par for the course, especially given all the roots and, and the different wildlife that, you, that you've come across already in, the, in these woods. You, you think you might have heard something about you know, using those specific herbs for health? Maybe, uh, you know, for, for gashes or uh, definitely for wounds, for sure. And you know that it can really get absorbed into the into the bloodstream fairly quick. So that's good. Very good. Alrighty, so then just so go ahead. Uh, Rod tries to pay attention to see if what she's doing goes along with all of the things he's seen, if, if what she's making is consistent with a healing potion or some kind of healing salve. All right. Uh, medicine check. <laughs> Nat, 20, so that's 21. <laughs> Sweet on a medicine check. <laughs> uh, you're three years old, but you've absorbed quite a bit of knowledge, either through uh, the code that was, excuse me, the, um, the magic that was instilled in you with uh, with all the savvy. Yeah, this shit is fucking poison. Excuse me, ma'am Drusilla, but I think that you are mistaken in your mixture. What you're making is not healthy to any of the beings in this room. Please oh. desist. Why, 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 why would that you is, say that? That is poison that you are making. It would not heal anybody. Okay. I'll sit up a little straighter on that. And with that, she immediately reverts. Her whole body shifts and she turns into a hag. And we're just going to keep the same initiative. (laughs) Eyelash, you have the floor. Hold on. Can I say something before she changes? Like as she's changing? Yeah, go for it. Hey, that explains the screaming children in the basement. (laughs) 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 The what? (laughs) How would you hear that? (laughs) There sure are. Alrighty. So I will say, screaming children, then you must be a hag. Have at you. And draw both my weapons again. Alrighty. Um, This time, though, I will uh, only attack with the rapier the first time. Mm -hmm. And I will use my bonus action. And um, I will tell Solitude, remember the trick you used in the last adventure. And Solitude, you will get a D8 of inspiration, a bardic inspiration that you can use on any D20 roll. Oh, hell yeah. Dang. Okay, so two slashes from the rapier. Um, although I am taken aback by the change that just came over her, so I get a 12 and 11. So I'm expecting I probably don't connect. I'm sorry, dude. I heard bad audio. Did you say you got a 14? I got a 12 and 11 on those two attacks. Yeah, it's I'm 14 sorry. 14 and 15. 14 and 15. Yeah, 14 yeah, and 15. Yeah, that's what I bad heard. Bad audio. Yeah, I'm getting it from my end. Was that a 14 and yeah, 15? Yeah, yeah. Those hit. Actually, I got I got a 12 and 11 now that I'm... <laughs> now that maybe I'm coming through clearly. Did, did a 12 or 11 hit? Uh, Lawful good player. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't hear it, dude. I'm sorry. I hear 14 and 15, man. Okay. 
I see. Yeah, remember this spotty Wi-Fi connection he has. I see. Yeah, yeah, it's damn Wi-Fi. I got to get that fixed. And it only happens with special guests for some reason. I heard fourteen and fifteen. Was it fourteen? Excellent. Okay, yep. just making sure. I want to be sure. Okay, um, and I end up with a uh, six and a five on the damage for eleven points total. As I cross it with sort of a Zoro slash. Ooh, fancy. That's got to be the best bad audio bit ever. <laughs> <laughs> It's like pulling teeth. Yeah. The first time you guys did that to me, I was pretty confused as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, if, if the Jakar's audio hadn't gone goofy on us earlier, I would have been like, um, okay, I, oh, I get it. This time it's like, no, Jakar's audio went terrible, so mine's obviously going bad too. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Next up is Solitude. Yo, I'm a stab. Roll it. I'm a stab once. That's going to be a, what's my modifier here? Because I can never remember. 20. 20 hits. And that's going to be uh, another 20. <laughs> Damn. <What? laughs> not nat 20s. Not nat 20s. They think 20s. All right. So we're going to roll my D6s here. Good job on the double dank 20s. No doubt. Thanks. That's a D6. That's a 4, 7 damage. And then that's 9 damage. And then I'm going to take my second attack. All right. That's going to be 23. Yes, that hits. <laughs> and that's going to be a 19. Eight. Wow. Yeah, 19 damage? No, oh, 19 hits. <laughs> to hit. Uh, that's going to be seven more damage and then six more damage. Okay. Melee Ranger's fun, y'all. <laughs> Next up is uh, Jakar. All right, so first I'm going to go with the uh, true strike cantrip. Mm-hmm. Extend your hand and point a finger at target in range. Your magic grants you a brief insight into the target's defenses. Okay. Hmm. All right. A little bit more info, was that it? It grants you a brief insight into your target's defenses. On the next turn, you gain advantage on your first attack roll against the target, provided that the spell hasn't ended. Okay. Defenses. She cannot be charmed. All right. Good to know. That saves me from doing that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know the crew I'm rolling with, dude. <laughs> hey, hey, Drusilla. What's up? <laughs> what a dance. Like. <laughs> yeah, right. Is that poison for me, or are you just happy to see me? <laughs> Slap. <laughs> Charm fail. <laughs> And then for my actual action, I'm going to uh, I'm going to cast Hex. All right. Place a curse on a creature uh, until the spell ends. You deal an extra one d6 necrotic damage to the target whenever you hit it with an attack. And also choose one ability when you cast the spell. The target has disadvantage on all ability checks made with the chosen ability. And I am going to choose Constitution. Oh, easy enough. Okay, is that it? Yeah, I'm in. I end my turn. Okay. Is is Drusilla holding anything? A weapon of any sort, or uh, the poison. She is not. She pretty much dropped everything whenever. Roderick wait a, comes. Wait a minute. Wait what? a minute. Hex is a charm spell, so it doesn't work, dude. It's a charm. It's a curse. Yeah. It's a charm. Is it really? Totally <laughs> charm. I was about to say, man. <laughs> Go ahead. Always doing this shit to me specifically. <laughs> right. Rod- Roderick comes barreling in. Okay. And takes two swings with his great sword. First swing is a dank 20. Dank 20 hits. Second swing is a 10. 10 and I'm also going to use uh, action surge to get my get a third strike in. All right. And that one is a 26. That one hits. Okay. All right. First damage is 12. 
Tree. Second damage is 13. Ooh, oh, she felt that. She really felt that. And I want to be right up in her face. Okay. So you're right up on her face? Yep. Okay. So then she immediately Misty steps through a window and moves 30 feet outside of the, the hut. And she immediately casts Grasping Roots to entangle all four of you to the ground. Well, that's not very friendly. It's got to be some kind of DC save. Which I'm looking for right now. I rolled a nat 20. <laughs> All right, you're super entangled now, dude. Ah. <laughs> okay, yeah, roots and vines within the 60-foot radius of the, uh, let me see, of hut there, burst from the earth to grasp at all of you. Let's see, let's make that a DC 15 strength saving throw. Not my forte, you might say. I'm more springy than strong. <laughs> 17. Oh, 17. but I just got a nat 20, so. <laughs> springy enough. Yes. <laughs> all right, so you're able to grab, to grab a hold of one of the joists above your head. Yeah, have you seen when the cat gets scared and it jumps into the air? That's <laughs> he jumps my back. It is totally nine. Tom and Jerry to the ceiling. A nine? A nine. Okay, you are Yeah, I got a, yep, yeah, I got a ten good. minus one. Nine. <laughs> <laughs> right, the nine twins are now entangled with a bunch of roots holding them down. And you're uh, grappled and restrained for one minute. Oh, lovely. Yeah, good time. And she immediately casts I Bite on Rude? on Roderick. <laughs> oh, He's okay. Your eye, man. Okay. It's like stink. <laughs> is it like pink eye or stink eye? I don't have eyes. <laughs> you have lights. No, I don't even have those. It's just a blank face. Just blank face shield. I'm aware. You're aware, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Let's see here. He used the sonar. <laughs> I could. I could use LIDAR. I could use sonar. I can use gaydar. <laughs> I could. <laughs> I think it's built into my programming somewhere. Let's see. For the spell's duration, your eyes become an inky void imbued with dread power. Ooh. Let me see. You got a succeed on a wisdom saving throw. You see 15 so? DC. Where are you? There it is. Oh, wait, half a darn deadly second. I just remembered that I have inspiration. Uh, if I roll, like, an actual eight on that, could I potentially be not... I say go for it. I say let it happen. Uh, She's well, inspired. It already happened, though, but... Inspired. Well, y'all make a strong case. Yeah, why not? <laughs> I'm inspired by the bard that just leapt to safety. Okay, DC's 15 is uh, what you're aiming for. So I've rolled a 9. It's a D8, right? D8. Mm-hmm. All right, I gotta find my D8. That's not my D8. This is my D8. So I need 9, 6 or higher. Oh, God. <laughs> you got <laughs> it. Get it. That's a 4. That wins. You got it. <laughs> Yay! DM said it. Here we go. DM said it happened. DM said it. Dungeon Meister's rules. So you're able to find a table real quick. Yoink! Nice. All right, and uh, let's see, Roderick, roll that uh, wonderful beef footage. I rolled a three total, but I don't have eyes. I don't understand how this is going to work on me. I think it's hey, her eyes buddy. that are biting you. Yeah, there you go. It's an effect. That would make more sense if it was her eyes biting me. I'm just picturing, like, long eyes now. She's, like, 30 feet outside, so I'm picturing her eyes just, like... I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting ready to, to, to grab eyelash and toss him out the window at Drusilla. It worked last time. You are a cat. Tabaxi, right? You should land Indeed. on your feet-ish. That's the rumor. I have a, <laughs> uh, I have a pretty good strength. I have good athletics. And I have good acrobatics. We it should give a this team. a shot. Yeah, you've okay. got the dexterity to, like, do damage when you get there. I just have to be able to toss you out the window. All right. So then it doesn't work on you. And that is it for her turn. Next round. Eyelash, you are up. Okay. Um, 
Who else is entangled now? Just a Just Jakar me. of spite. Okay, so as my bonus action, I'll uh, uh, shout to Jakar, remember how you freed yourself from the quicksand that one time, and you'll get a D8 of inspiration. And then I will launch myself from the ceiling and uh, out the window that she just left, uh, tumbling to my feet outside. And as I land, I'll say to her, Drusella, did I ever tell you the joke about the the uh, hag and the vampire and the illithid that walked into a bar? And then I'll cast Tasha's hideous laughter at her. <laughs> <laughs> so she will have to succeed in a wisdom saving throw or fall prone. And my spell DC is 14. Okay. And let's see. 14, you say? Yeah. That is wisdom. That's a 15. Oh, apparently she heard that one already. Mm. Okay, so that's my action and bonus action. So then I will just uh, cover the distance between myself and her uh, with my uh, with my move, and that's it for me. All right, next up is uh, Solitude. I'm gonna stab. I'm gonna run her down and stab her. <laughs> Alrighty. I'm gonna leap off the table out the window, probably slightly hitting my head along the way because I'm not the most graceful, but I'm doing it. Go for it. 16 plus six is 22 to hit. 17 to hit. That one hits. That one hits? Both of them hit, sorry. Okay. And then my second attack, uh, 19 to hit. That hits. And then 16 to hit. That hits. Okay. So we're going to roll 46 plus 12. I can math. Wait, 46 plus 12? I hit with all four attacks. I'm just rolling it all at once. Son of a bitch. So that's going to be 18, 18, 21, 22 damage. Not bad. Yeah, not bad for Rambo. God damn. <laughs> Just imagine if I could have used my horde breaker there. I would have had a whole other attack. I was expecting you to use your antlers or something, honestly. Oh, my next move is going to be to gore her. <laughs> Roll to gore. Uh, I would have to, you know what? Yeah, let's do it. Let's let's do um, like an, an unarmed strike and then add uh, 1d6 to that because those are nice moose antlers there on you. Unarmed strike. Okay. Does a 15 hit? 15 does hit. Spectacular. And then what's my antler damage? 1d6. 1d6. That's a six. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody fuck with the solitude. (laughs) All right. Dope. (laughs) All right. She is not looking good at all at this point. Next up is going to be Jakar. All right. So I am going to attempt to break free from these vines, and I'm going to add... uh, the bardic inspiration to that. All right. And it does allow you to use it after you roll your D20, so you could save it until you know what your roll is. That's, I'm going to do that. (laughs) All right, so what do I got to roll, Chief? Uh, Looks like a DC 15. DC 15? That is a 16. You are free. Yay. So that's my movement. And uh, so then I am going to use, um, I'm going to use uh, chill touch on her. Do you have to be within range of touching her to use that? No, it's a ranged attack. Okay. It's a ghostly skeletal hand. It's all magic. And so does a 19 hit. A 19 does hit. All right, so that is my cantrip. That's going to be 1d8. And then because I have her hex, that's going to be an an additional 1d6. So the d8 plus my spell damage, uh, that is going to be 9 and then the d6. 
Oh, that's going to be 15. So that's going to be, well, 15 points of necrotic damage from my cantrip. And then to add insult to injury, I am going to uh, go ahead and cast Blight against her. Go for it. And she has to make a constitution saving throw. And because she's hexed, at disadvantage. Ouch. That's constitution? Mm-hmm. She has to beat a 14. Natural 20. Mm-hmm. Actually, it's a natural 4, but still. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> and so she is going to get hit with, that is 8, 14, 16, 20, 24, 29, 31. Skip to the end. Right. 37. And then add my uh, proficiency. That's going to be 42. And then adding the hex necrotic damage. That is going to be a total of 45 points of necrotic damage. Finally. Jeez Louise. Right? We never get there. I know. We only have like another 40 minutes to record. Fucks. So yes, she has just in my round alone, 60 points of damage. That's it? That's it. Okay. That's why we keep you around. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, Jakar, I know I've said it before, but uh, when you do that chill touch thing, that really creeps me out. <laughs> oh, don't you know? It's, it creeps me out, too. Hold on. Now, Jakar, that's uh, you're a rogue and what else? Warlock. Okay, yeah. No more multiclassing for you. That's all I gotta say about that. Uh, no. Yes, that's it. You're too good at that, dude. <laughs> 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 Alright, with that, she is trying to... Okay, no, hold on. Next up is Roderick. You're up. Roderick grabs the poison, smashes through the wall, and holds her down, threatening <laughs> to pour it down her throat. Okay. Who are you trying to poison? Why? She does not answer. She just smiles at you. I move the poison closer to her mouth. Is that your whole move? Yes. Your whole turn? Yeah, I don't want to kill her. I'm trying to get answers from her. Okay. I am holding her down, though, grappling her, I guess. Alrighty. And with that, a another one of those root beasts comes over and tackles you with a natural one. Mm, so, did so, not tackle me. Well, well, here's what happens. You know, <laughs> I, I, I sent y'all uh, this one time, I sent you a, a a gif of a or that little uh, video of that football player that was running. <laughs> there's a seat stiff arm. <laughs> just totally stiff arms. Him. Bam! <laughs> <laughs> My reaction is a stiff arm. Yeah. <laughs> this thing goes flying across, just right across your back. You shrug him right off, holding like a Heisman trophy. <laughs> <laughs> But let's see. The next one got a uh, an 18. Does an 18 uh, grapple you? No. Why not? Because my armor class is 19. Okay. Well, does a 20 grapple you then? Nope. My armor class is a 21. <laughs> then you got a 22. Is that one got you? Yeah, my armor class is a 23. Motherfucker, man. Yeah, I know. It's weird. No, my armor class is 19. Okay. So 18 does not. He may it may grab onto me, but I don't think it does anything to me. Right. So that was uh, their move. I was thinking you had the Borg armor there for once. You know, it's like it just <laughs> yeah. keeps getting better every time you experience I, something. I adapt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm immune to plant grapples. <laughs> okay. And that was their first move. And here comes their next attack. Attack with a slam. That's going to be 16 to hit. Negative. All right. And go the, other, the other guy, that's going to be... Ooh, uh, there's a 24 hit. Nope. Right. I mean, it, it's really close. We'll, we'll say yes. Just, Just for because, yeah, for friends and gotcha. stuff like that. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. For total damage of 8 plus 4, so 12 points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. Boom. Got that? Yep, done. Okay, and let me see. Now next up, um, Eyelash, you have to make a wisdom saving throw. Okay, once again, not my forte. <laughs> <laughs> 
but I get a 16 on it. Ooh, okay. You see her just smile at you, and you see little hearts coming out from her eyes towards you. Oh, how cute. And you begin to feel sleepy, and you're able to just kind of like shake it off. Oh, not cute. <laughs> the hideous beast tried to sleep me. And that is that. Okay. I mean, I don't blame you for, you know, wanting to sleep when you look at it when you're that ugly. Uh... And let me see, that's the end of that turn. Next up is uh, Eyelash. Okay, well, I'm now I'm upset. Now, did these uh, three um, creatures that just, the plant creatures, are these appearing to be the ones that we uh, gave a thrashing to earlier? No, these are a new set. Oh, darn. Um, uh, that would have been easy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so are, are they in such a pile that I um, they can't all be in the same spell as uh, and different from our uh, my friends? Or are they, could I hit them all with the same spell and, and not hit my friends? Uh, sell it to me. How would they not a, hit your friends even though they're that it's close? It's a 10-foot radius sphere. So uh, is there a spot where I could put a 10-foot radius sphere that would just contain them but not uh, not my companions? Um, the only one it would hit would be uh, Roderick. But, I mean, he's just got, he's just, you know, a ginormous tin can of hit points. So I'm pretty sure he can take it. Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. He's the tank. Also, also gives disadvantage for creatures made of stone, crystal, or metal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. He's made of then <laughs> I will I add something different. Yes. <laughs> Carbon fiber. You're made of porcelain. Oh. I thought it was a reinforced polystyrene. There you go. <laughs> okay, well, um, in this case, uh, I'll just say to uh, Roderick, brace yourself, Roderick. This will hurt you more than me. Wait, no, me more than, no, you more than me. And I will cast Shatter on the whole group. <laughs> oh, daddy likes. So I'll bring the hilts of both my swords together and it just makes this loud ringing noise that just seems to vibrate the whole area. And um, all the creatures in there, and I guess it would be the hag too. Yep. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. A constitution saving throw. Oh, I can make one of those. So it's a 14 again. Yeah. 14 to, uh, for saving throw? Yep. Now, quick question. Just a point of clarification. Uh, Jakar, what was the, uh, the the ability? What, shatter? No, 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 no. For, right. for yours, the hex. You had to choose an ability. On. Uh, it was a constitution specifically for the hag. Okay. So that's a disadvantage for her. Oh, yeah. nice. Solid. <laughs> Do I have to roll one of these con saves as well? No, oh, you, you are yeah. not within the you are not within the circle. I just cast it on the pile there on Roderick. Spectacular. Rod- Roderick saved with a 23. So the first one was a natural 20. Huh. Next one was a 4. Okay. And then for the, the root piece, first one's a 12. Next one is a solid 8. thought there were three of them. No, there were two of them. Sorry. Two of them. All right. Okay. So Rod- Roderick's... One in there. Let's see what he's uh... So Roderick is the only one that saved then. And what did Roderick get? Natural 20? 23. Oh, yeah. Okay. So um, you'll take only half damage, Roderick, which will be uh, 7 points and... Excuse me. No. 9 points. And everybody else will take 18. Okay. So... What? What was the poison in? Like, what kind of container? Uh, you choose. Glass. So it probably shattered right above the Drusilla's face. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sounds Any non-magical damage. object that isn't being worn or carried also takes the damage if it's in the spell's area. Oh, so then, Eyelash, explain how you shatter the uh, this hag. Okay, so you just see the um, thunderous wave emanating from right about where Roderick is, and the hag cries out in pain as the damage hits her just in time for the vial of poison to shatter and just fall right into her mouth and she gurgles a couple of times and and spits a little bit of it out. Damn. Okay, so... 
that happens, and as soon as that happens, these other two rupees just go like taking off and running into the forest in separate directions, like they were uh, controlled at some point. Now they were just wild creatures again. As soon as that happens, uh, everyone hears a lot of creaking going on. You look over at the hut, and it instantly ages a hundred years. It becomes overgrown with vines. Hold on, hey, dude, <laughs> close your eyes. Go night night. Go to bed, little man. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So it becomes overgrown with vines and the roof and walls partially collapse. Oh no, there were kids in there. Ah, through the hut's rotted floors, all the floorboards, y'all can see several children chained to the walls deep in uh, in the root cellar. The children cry out for help. Help, 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 help. We must help them. That is so, the priority. We'll dash or back the to children. The, the hut there. Um, does it look like the flooring is safe enough that we can get down there without uh, doing injury to ourselves? Or the children. Uh, <laughs> roll a, an investigation check. Roderick is definitely going to help investigate that because he weighs quite a bit. Okay. I got a four. It looks really good to me no matter what. So I think you should roll advantage yeah. since Roderick's helping you out. Excellent. In that case, I got a 13. With a 13, yeah, you can say you can whittle your way down there to help the kids out. Okay. I will slide down there. And obviously, uh, with the tabaxi with a 20-foot climbing speed, I can just claw my way down the walls. If they are all chained together, hand me one end of the chain and I will start hauling them up. <laughs> How does the chaining look here? Uh, you see them wearing... Um, let see here real quick. Can I try to pick the manacles? Yes, you can. Roll, uh, dex- let me see. Let's go with, uh, yeah, dexterity. Cool. I'm decent with that. And I do want to do perception now that I'm right close to see if everything looks copacetic or there's anything that's off. Uh, do you, yeah, go for it. Roll it. But that's just uh, a seven, so it, uh, I'm, I'm more f- focused on the children, I guess. Okay. Uh, you know what, though? I'm going to give it to you. With a seven out of the corner of your eye, you do see something in the rubble of the hut. You see a wand of paralysis. Oh. I rolled a 10 for my picking of the locks. You know what? That's That cuts it. You're able to get those locks right off. You also notice uh, four sets of manacles. And uh, let's see, uh, Jakar, roll me another uh, perception check. Uh, that is going to be a uh, 25. You notice a bag of, shoot, where was it? 20 silvered nails. Silver nails. Well, that's something you don't see every day. Like manicured nails or <laughs> hammer and nails? Like the hammering kind, <laughs> yes. Okay. Hey, she seemed like one to really want to keep her appearance up. Yeah. I mean, yeah, what she wasn't a, she wasn't a Jersey Shore girl or anything like that. That's <laughs> you sure you she was a she hag. Does on Saturday nights, you know. <laughs> She could go clubbing for all we know. <laughs> this is true. She certainly could. So I'll grab the uh, wand there and, and uh, okay. show it to the rest of the group. And, and then say, Solitude. Who can use this the best? Yeah, then Solitude, Solitude did what? Saves, I'm sorry. Solitude saves all the, uh, uh, releases all the children. Oh, dope. And there's one kid. Hi, hi. Are you here to help us? Drusilla said we're naughty and awful children. And she pokes us with these nails. I hate her. And everyone begins to talk to some of the other kids. And they all kind of say the same thing. Um, I mean, they're all fairly young. You know, this kid uh, calls himself. Terry. You can tell he's about seven years old and he's like the oldest one out of all of them. Um, so they're all just trying to talk to you, you know. Um, you know, my dad used to do that to me too. And you know what? I kicked his butt. Oh, really? Because, you know, uh, you know, I think we think our parents brought us here because we're bad. Um, nah. Okay. Well, we want to go home. I'm Where your home is- now. Wow. Are you from a nearby village? Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, I don't know. Where are your parents? They're, they're back in the village, back home. We want to go home. Can you show us the way? Each of them points in a separate direction. I don't think this will help. No. It's all right, are guys. I am children? their home now. <laughs> I'm adopting all of them. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'll draft up the paperwork for you in the morning. <laughs> all right, kids. 
we're going to learn how to stab things, <laughs> especially right, things that make you mad. I'll, I'll nod sagely to them and say, she's very good at that. <laughs> so as y'all do that, um, uh, let's see, Roderick, you are the map. You know that there's a village that would be coming up fairly quickly. It was just a, a small travel away, maybe about a couple hours. Children, climb onto my back and shoulders. I will carry you to the nearest village. And they all immediately start climbing up on your back there? I say we take them to the nearest village and drop them off. We can come back here and figure out if anything else needs to be done afterwards. Oh, can we do a, one quick investigation just to make sure we didn't miss anything? Yeah. An 11. So do I see anything new there? Uh, nope. I'm going to help him out with this one. Okay. Given my arcane background. All right, then roll an advantage. Oh, 20. Bonus Not round. <laughs> Bonus round. Yeah, nothing. Okay. I think we've uh, exhausted what we can do here. We should be moving then. Get these children to safety. I agree. So then as y'all are walking, uh, Terry comes running over to uh, Jakar of Spite. <clears throat> And he goes, hey, 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 mister, hey, mister, uh, did, did you hear the, the one about the horse calling the thief uh, Nave? Get it? <laughs> mister, mister, did you hear that one about the horse calling a thief a Nave? And he keeps repeating this joke, and the whole time he's waiting for Jakar to laugh, and Jakar isn't, I'm assuming, isn't laughing. So you assume correctly. Hey, mister, 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 hey, did you hear the one that, about the horse calling a thief a Nave? And he keeps repeating this over and over again, waiting, just trying to get the expression out of him as y'all are walking so i'm gonna roll deception i'm gonna, I'm gonna roll deception for what uh i'm gonna tell the kid his joke is good uh roll performance roll performance yeah <laughs> uh, well that's a uh that's an 18 so he then runs away and heads over to eyelash hey mister hey mister yes <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear the one the, the one about the horse calling a thief a name? Let me think. Yes, I did. Just two <laughs> seconds over there, and I burst out laughing. And then I turn to him and I say, now, have you ever seen a tabaxi before? For I'm a tabaxi. Ooh, no. But Hang on, friend, wait a minute. Is this thieves can't? Is what thieves can't? Seemed to be common as, uh, when I was hearing it. Yeah, it was total common. Is this code? Is this joke called... Uh, code well you wouldn't know now you turned him away so i'm a thief i can hear it well i'm a rogue i can hear it no it's not a damn code dude relax dude. <laughs> motherfucker it would have been good if it was though. so he is just annoying yeah. <laughs> yeah. no it's written on here thanks to uh arcane library seek let me see it says here does tell everyone the same joke about a horse called a, calling a thief a name beams at anyone who laughs oh so I'll ask him if he's ever seen a tabaxi before. Uh, no. Oh, very good. So you'll remember me always? Yeah. Very good. Well, let me tell you a joke. Knock, knock. Who's there? You forgot me already? Uh, I put my hands on my hips. Uh, uh, uh. He laughs. Okay. I'm going to so. start teaching the other kids how to stab because <laughs> <laughs> jokes. Alrighty. Then you know what? Roll me um, a survival check. Oh boy. Let's survive this up. 16 plus 5 is a 21. 21. They have very skillfully and very scarily have become proficient in stabbing. Mm, yes. Small army. Let's go. <laughs> Alrighty. So I'm going to put this on the rails just a touch. Apparently there are uh, three events that are supposed to be happening randomly. And let me see. It says here that this should take uh, about two hours. Like this whole next it was whole next uh, encounter let me see there's you know what I want to tell you what's out there but I can't you got 20 minutes let's do it I will right. overpower with my small army of children. Do it. Okay. All right. So how about this? Uh, solitude. Roll a uh, 1d4. 1d4? Mm-hmm. Consider it done. 
Three. That's how many children get lost. Oh, no. They were just here a second ago. Wait, get lost or, like, die? <laughs> or did I get sick of the humor and tell? Oh, you cut out. Sorry, dude. Okay, so let's... Tell them to get lost. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> so how about this? How about um, roll a... Let's see, what am I going to use here? Roll a perception check. Solitude. Sweet. Uh, 19 plus... Perception is a plus five, so that's going to be a 24. With a 24? Okay. With a 24, you hear a chilling howl in the distance. Well, at the same time, at the same time, you hear this shrilling, screaming, shrieking noise. And you immediately recognize the voice as Drusilla. Hmm. And with that high roll, you know that it's her spirit, her undead spirit roaming force. But you're not sure what that howl was. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody roll a wisdom saving throw. Oh, yeah, we can do this. Okie dokie, don't fail me now. Once again, not my forte. Deck 20. All right. (laughs) Eyelash gets a six. Eyelash is uh, frozen in terror. I too got a a deck 20. Okay. And then Solitude, you said you got a seven? I sure did. You're also frozen in terror. And the remaining. Protect me, children. (laughs) (laughs) And let's see. And let me see. With that screaming spirit, uh, Roderick and Jakar roll a uh, intelligence saving throw. Come on now. No, seriously. Yeah, I know. Not the smartest cookie in the bunch. Mm. 15. That's a 17. Son of a bitch. Okie dokie is pulling through. Coming in clutch, me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So then one of you has to uh, carry the other two. Done. Both carry. All right. And the children, and that's it, essentially because of that happening, that's when three of the children apparently uh, are now lost in the woods. How many did we start with? I'll say, was it seven? Oh, man. All right. Oh, no. Correction. 12. 12. 12. Oh, phew. Three set that there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> happen. <laughs> oh. I cannot lose my children. My favorite enemies are humanoids. I have advantage on tracking them. <laughs> 25% losses are acceptable. Let's keep moving. <laughs> I like your style. Small army of children. Cannot lose them. Platoon. Move she on. just put all that effort into training them. We should not uh, lose our investment here. Well, you it's can't true. talk. You're, you're frozen. Oh. <laughs> and being carried. <laughs> you get the you get the uh, odiferous emanations from the Warforged armpit. Yes. Well, the, right. the fun part, though, is all my fur is standing straight out, so it's like carrying a giant bottle brush. <laughs> that's right. You probably don't weigh that much, either. Yeah, that's true. Well, you know, you should just carry him, like, in, in your mouth, like, by the scruff of his neck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm carrying him by the scruff of his neck. We're never going to know when he's not paralyzed. <laughs> all right, so then uh, y'all walk into this village, Wardenwood Village, and first thing that happens is that the, the, the villagers come running out, and they're just wide-eyed, and they're just like, what are you doing? Our children suffer, suffer from a terrible curse but Drusilla has kept them safe bless her soul get them out of here go so at this point uh, I'll say this there can my is... children turn on me can what can my children turn on me we'll find out so then what's going on right now is that there's a piece of this adventure here where you have to calm the villagers down so there's a point system here y'all are at a three right no excuse me the villagers are at a three based on your interactions right now that number will go high or low depending on your responses here mm-hmm. so they're all telling you what are you doing get rid of the kids Get him out of here. Get him out of here. Drusilla was over there taking care of him. She was torturing him. Oh, shit. That's clever. 
Sorry. She, yeah. she was torturing them. She had them chained in the basement. She was poking them with silver nails. What are you, a moron? Okay, you just gained a point. What are you, a moron? They have a wolf curse. She was over there taking care of them, making sure that their affliction doesn't go rampant all over this place. They're going to kill us. She also tried to poison us and kill us. Okay. We ended her, though. Oh, damn. Well, that, that was not too the much right honesty. thing to say. That was and... not the right thing to say. Yeah. So was now... that one step forward, two steps back? No, that was two steps forward, two steps forward, man. Hey, but it's okay, because I'm going to keep your children safe. I got them. And now we roll for initiative yet again. Oh, I'll no. keep oh. the same. Are we get rid of the slaughter? Oh, yes, of I get to pillage a village. Oh, we're keeping. <laughs> you said we're keeping the same order. We're keeping the same order. I'm word, I'm rolling for. Let's see here. I don't think there's an exact number of how many villagers there are in here. There's, I thought I saw something about. That. Okay, I was gonna roll for one ginormous mob with a natural twenty. <laughs> <laughs> and you die. I almost can't wait. Oh my goodness. Lynch time. I want to write on here, Lynch. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let me see. Y'all failed, so none of the villagers believe that you're there to help. Uh, They don't offer any assistance. Their attitude is hostile, and they immediately demand for all of you to leave. Uh, You see, like, the children start uh, getting pulled away by their families. Like, here, here, just give us our kids. We'll take care of them ourselves. And you see them, they're trying to restrain the kids. And the kids are screaming in, like, ah, mommy, daddy, no. And they're all just going, everything's going insane right now. What do y'all want to do? Boy, give me my kids back. You abandoned them. Not good enough. This is our kid. Um, I I will tell everybody in a soothing voice as I play a few notes on my mandolin in a, in a uh, calming tone that all is well and you need not fear for your children are safe now that they are with you again and I will cast calm emotions upon the crowd. Okay. So with calm emotions you attempt to suppress strong emotions in a group of people each humanoid in a 20 foot radius sphere which should pretty much cover everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, they must make a charisma saving throw and then we can make the um, we can either calm or uh, suppress a charmed or frightened effect mm-hmm. and all, or we could make them indifferent about creatures that we cho- that they're hostile towards. Okay. Um, Alrighty, and they rolled a four. Very good. And it, it, everyone's panicking. All of a sudden, like all the villagers began to just breathe in a sigh. Everyone just calms the hell down. And I'll continue just to keep stroking out these dulcet chords that uh, just kind of repeat over and over again and, and are very soothing. Okay. As you're doing that, uh, you look up at the sky and the cloudy sky begins to break up and we all see a full moon. And all of a sudden... All the children begin to thrash, fling themselves around everywhere. And I see the full moon rises over the trees. One by one, eerie howls fill the night as the children fall to their knees and transform into wolfish, snarling beasts. At the edge of the woods, amber eyes burn in darkness. A silver direwolf steps out, transforming smoothly into a woman-wolf hybrid as she walks. Are you responsible for this condition? I say to her. Okay, let's, let me see. First up is the lynch mob. They are high. Next up is eyelash. What do you want to do? Okay, and I turned to my friends and said, have I mentioned lately how much I hate dogs? And I will um, immediately leap to the attack on this uh, obviously werewolf that's come into camp. Okay. And I'll use all three of my attacks on her. Yeah. Two rapiers and the bonus one. Uh, the first one is going to be a 21, so I'm assuming that's going to, uh, to hit. That hits. Uh, but then a pair of nines, so she must have seen the matinee on that performance. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the first one hits. 
Yeah, so six points of damage from the uh, first uh, uh, poke with the rapier. Okay, already. Oh, damn, sorry. Okay, yeah, that hits for sure. All right, next up is um, Solitude. Uh, yeah, I'm not a huge fan of dogs either. I'm more of a cat person, so I'm going to, uh, you know, not be chill with this. I appreciate that. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna stab the lady, I guess. Okay. One, that's an eleven. That's gonna probably not hit. Uh, but a twenty-five should hit. Twenty-five hits. Oh, that's a nat twenty. Nat twenty hits. Ooh. Uh, shucks. Give me a second. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and roll that damage because I'm dumb and I'm not gonna remember that. That's six plus, that's nine damage from the nat 20. Six plus nine damage, okay. So another 25, and then a 10 does, don't think hits. So it's uh, nine more damage, and then seven more damage. Wow, a lot of math. Okay. Yeah, my brain. All right, next up is this wolven woman. Uh, it didn't like all that slashy slashing, so then she bites solitude. Rude. So that's going to be 18 plus seven to hit. Uh, I think that misses a little. <laughs> Just slightly. Yeah, it do. It actually hits. Um, but I'm going to Hellish Rebuke her. Ooh. Okay. I need her to give me a dex save. All right. That's going to be a 10. Uh, that fails my save, actually, so I'm going to roll 3d10. Mm-hmm. All 19 fire damage to the wolf. Ooh, that is painful. Okay, so... With the Hellish Rebuke done, it'll be seven points of uh, piercing damage from her teeth. And can you do a constitution saving throw right now? Yo, do I get to turn into a wolf? That's so dope. Hold on. I sure can. Ha! I might turn into a wolf. Uh, that's going to be a six. Ooh, yep. You are now cursed with werewolf lycanthropy. Hell yeah! <laughs> and then it turns around and slashes at eyelash. That's rude. See, first slash uh, with his with her claws is uh, a dank twenty. That would do it. And the next one is a uh, twelve. No, I jump it. Okay, that's gonna be. Oh man, my little kid messed with all my dice. I had them all work. Mm-hmm. So that's gonna be eleven points of slashing damage. Ouch. Yeah. All right. And then as a bonus action, she gets up and leaps thirty feet horizontally, leaps on top of a one of the houses and just gives out this incredible howl as you see her silhouette in front of the moon total cliche but still <laughs> she may be awful but you gotta like her style next up is uh Jakar. so you know part of being a good warlock is uh being able to negotiate with uh superior dude, we only got four minutes left come on dude i know that's why that's i'm leading up to that oh, okay well part, part of this is you know negotiating with uh superior cosmic malevolent forces and so i'm gonna need the dm's approval with this one if i turn my packed weapon into a a crossbow can i possibly use fantasy physics to fire um these silver nails at her like bolts uh unfortunately no because packed weapons are like melee weapons not with my uh feature then i'm still have to call it a no dude very well well since it's gonna be like that <laughs> uh i'm just gonna cast banishment okay <laughs> <laughs> we were, I was wanting to do something cool, but okay, I guess not. <laughs> so, uh, you have to, uh, beat a, uh, you have to make a, uh, wisdom, uh, wisdom throw. Okay. Natural 20. Damn, I love okie dokie dice. <laughs> Coming in clutch. Well, then I'm going to go ahead and use my bonus action to hide. <laughs> it's been fun. <laughs> All right, next up is Roderick. All right, I am going to 
throw both of my axes at her. All right. Since she is far away from me, and I don't feel like jumping up onto a roof today. All right. All right. I got a dank 20 with one of them and a 15 with the other one. Both hit. Ooh. Well, isn't that special? They are. Okay. Eight, let's say 16 total. 16 points of damage. So with that, both of them slash one across her shoulder, another across her, her rib cage, And she just glances over at Roderick and smiles just broadly. <laughs> uh, next up are all the little werewolf kids. And you just see, you know, nine of these kids running amok and attacking their families. You see them all ripping them all to shreds, chasing them around the village and everything. Uh, you see a couple of villagers, they're, they're running out of the village. Uh, and they're slashing, you know, and they're they're getting in the clear. They're like, yes, we're about to get out of here. Blah, 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 blah. They're running for safety. All of a sudden, out of the woods, those three that went missing come flying through the woods and start flashing and eating blood, spitting ass and everything they can. Assholes and elbows everywhere flying. It's just this bloody mess all around you. Cool. So that went poorly. And on top of that roof, <coughs> he howls extremely loud. And then just smiles and she says... I'm out, and just leaps off of that roof and hauls ass out of there. End scene. Come back, you coward. That didn't go quite as planned. <laughs> didn't go quite as planned, but it went just as well. Yeah. <laughs> Happy Halloween, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> and I think on that note, I'm going to end uh, this session. Save something for the for the next trip. Mm-hmm. For the part two. Man, I don't like when little kids start doing crazy things. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta say, when I was reading this, I'm like, oh, oh, no, she didn't. Oh, yes, she did. <laughs> yeah, and we brought them all back to do it, too. Yeah, good stuff. Great stuff. And the helpful adventurers. Oh, man. Well, thank you guys so much for playing. Yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, Michael, when can we catch your, your podcast? Uh, we release it every Sunday. So uh, six in the morning, if you want to get up that early. So you'll be able to, to catch up everything right now. Uh, we are 175 episodes in. Oof. And um, the group is uh, level level 12 now, and, or will be level 12 shortly. And actually, it's kind of fun. Uh, we, we haven't released the uh, episodes yet, but they're coming up soon. Right now, the uh, group is playing as their pets. So we've uh, turned into a Pokemon <laughs> podcast, apparently. Oh, right on. <laughs> you, can, you can get it where all, all, all your usual podcasts are found. Very cool, man. Cool. Very cool. Thank you so much for hanging out with us and playing with us, man. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah sure. that was a good time. And uh, yeah, next time we got to see about maybe doing a part two to this adventure because there wasn't a whole lot left. We were, we were, yeah, there was hardly anything left, but still, I kind of feel like I wanted to leave it open you know, for like a future, like aftermath thing. Yeah, let me know. I'll be game for that. Yeah. Sweet. Cool. Well, want to see Solitude's uh, army of werewolf children as she commands mm-hmm. them. And, you know. Well, Silver Shanks, nonetheless, too. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right, gang. Y'all have a good one. Sounds good. Good, good night. See everyone next good night. time. All right. Until next time. <laughs>